1: Is it revenge? Money? Or is it something else?
0: You look good. A little rough around the edges, but good.
1: Heard about a job. Big shot gangster, putting together crew. I'm a driver. And I'm a flyer. Waited a long time for a shot like this. What do you think? Um. Well, what do you know? You got a line on a ship?
0: Yeah, I know a guy. He's the best smuggler around. I heard a story about you. I was wondering if it's true. Everything you've heard about me is true.
1: Yes. L <laughs> three. Ah,
0: Let's go with a mean man's face.
1: Hey, Who are these guys?
0: you come with us, you're in this life for good. You might wanna buckle up, baby. Here they come! Let me give you some advice.
1: Assume everyone will betray you. And you will never be disappointed. I got a really good feeling about this. When do you know how to fly?
0: 190 years old? Good, great. Push it.
1: Sky Talkers.
0: I'm your host Charlotte. Hey guys, I'm your other host Caitlin. And Charlotte and I have literally not talked about this trailer since it dropped about 10 minutes ago. We just like got on and we were like, we're gonna record. And I haven't even said what we're talking about. We're talking about the solo trailer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they, they should know that from the title, but like solo trailer.
0: <laughs> wow, way to call out any listener who hasn't looked at the title of the episode. <laughs> true that was rude okay so what do you think the trailer i had so much fun with it i watched it on um, with a couple other people on twitter on a rabbit feed is that (laughs) what it's called yeah i don't know it was my first time doing it anyway it was like a, a live screen um where one person had it on his computer i think it was charlie ashby and then we were all kind of watching it through a live stream and that was really fun because we all had our mics on so we were all reacting to it at the same time oh, so, so it, fun. <laughs> yeah it was really fun um I didn't get to um I wasn't on leading up to the trailer but they were all watching robot chicken videos so I got to see a little bit of that too but it was really fun to watch the trailer with everyone my first impression I was like the music <gasps> the so music good. it was it was so good, and and I love how they keep using the all the gears in the Falcon mm-hmm. for with the, going time with the beat. I'm just obsessed with it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I uh, love this trailer so much, so mm-hmm. much. Yeah, it's, like you said, like I, you had so much fun with it. Same, I was like grinning from ear to ear the entire time. So, some lines like made me like literally burst out laughing, and. <laughs> It was just so great, and you're right. It's like the thing is, is that I feel like they're really making the Millennium Falcon a character in this movie, and it's like mm-hmm. present even in the trailers. No,
0: I know. Um, it's 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 really fun.
1: <laughs> okay, so what was your favorite moment?
0: Um, my favorite moment. I am already so obsessed with Kira. I wow, I'm surprised you said Kira first. Wow. Interesting I know. I mean I'm I know you were expecting me to say Lando and like that is also true. But <laughs> <laughs> I was just I really loved seeing her. I liked her little narration in this trailer. I loved all the planets we got to saw, the like snow piercer train. I'm like very wait, obsessed wait, with that. We got to also. saw
1: <laughs> your, Yeah Your, your dictionary You said all the plan planets we got to saw <laughs> Like okay <laughs> <laughs> the solo trailer has ruined you.
0: I, you said saw, and I—I I don't know. I was you still were like talking, Saw Gerrera. Like, wow. <laughs> yeah, I was like Saw Gerrera. Was he in this? What? <laughs> Twitter didn't tell me that Saw Gerrera was in this trailer. <laughs> He's off on Onderon right now, being real bummed out about the events of Revenge of the Sith.
1: Actually, true. <laughs> Actually <laughs> really true. true.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. No, the um the train i'm like so excited to see the train
1: me too so it like, is so cool
0: train yeah what was your favorite
1: part um i think i love how han said i have a good feeling about this oh my I gosh i know
0: that was so funny
1: that and it's it's just like one of those brilliant things that like han has said that. It's an iconic line from Han Solo and everything. and If this is his origin story in his beginning, it's so awesome that we get this line reversed because it's like, oh my Mm -hmm. god, what happened, bro? (laughs) In order to change that to a bad feeling about this. Uh, It's
0: it's so funny too because I have a bad feeling about this belongs to the saga and this isn't a saga story but you're getting that parallel. So It's Mm -hmm. the opposite but they're in the same family.
1: Because yeah. it's an
0: anthology, but it's a Star Wars film.
1: Even in Rogue One, remember they never finish the line? It's like yeah. they mm-hmm. uh, K two and it's it's yeah. just like it it doesn't it's, it's not cheeky. exactly in, in the film, but <laughs> it's great. It's cheeky. Yeah, it's fun. It's I, a lot of fun. I loved Kira too. I'm so intrigued by her. I honestly think she's going to betray Han at some point Mm -hmm. um and i think it's it's really cool because let's just like dive into it i have some notes that i wrote on my uh iphone how do you have
0: notes i feel like i just (laughs) watched it like four times in a row and then you're like i'm ready to record (laughs) you know me i'm like okay i'll take notes (laughs) you are oh my gosh we never discussed the results of our poll on our twitter page about who was ram and who was ryan clearly you are ram
1: yeah very clearly ram
0: (laughs) And I'm just over here giggling.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. Okay. So the, the Kira line that was you're after something, is it revenge money or is it something else? Um, I think that there's something about what is this movie trying to accomplish? Like what
0: are,
1: what are we seeing Han Solo as in this movie? And like, what is the end point for him? Well, I know when she was saying that, I kept saying,
0: a family, true love, a family.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I think so. I yeah, I think that, like, that's what he's searching for in some way.
0: Mm-hmm. And he finds oh. that in a way with Chewie, obviously, mm-hmm. at some point. Also, do we see the moment where the life debt is is created at the very end when Chewie is hanging out of the train? Oh, my God. Is that what that crazy? is? I, think, I don't know. I don't know if you're – Using us with that, but I didn't see. I feel like I missed the whole like end chunk of this trailer the first time I was watching it because on the live chat we went back and rewatched it. And I was like, I swear I didn't see this whole scene with Chewie the first time I watched <laughs> it. Like blacked trailer. out. <laughs> yeah, I blacked out from the music. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I think that's such an interesting observation that I didn't think of. Because originally, I thought that was a stupid cliffhanging ending. Because it's like, oh my god, is Chewie going to die? Like, oh no. <laughs> like, <laughs> Chewie doesn't die. We know Chewie is alive. For a while. Like,
0: time. I'm so salty about this for getting a major plot point of their relationship. Exactly,
1: exactly. <laughs> and now I'm like, oh, it makes total sense. And yeah, if that's what it is. It, it, I honestly think that's what it is. Like, that makes yeah. perfect sense to me. But um, the train sequence looks so cool. I love really the cool. Western vibe of this movie. It's like,
0: mm-hmm. I mean,
1: it's like an Indiana Jones movie almost. It feels like a young indie episode or like the beginning of. Um, uh the last crusade on the train er, like even the the shot of him like pulling his gun out in front of I'm yeah. going to pronounce Yeah, that's this villain's name wrong and it's just going to be really embarrassing but Enfys Nest in front of Enfys Nest and like that crew like mm, as, is- um, as our good friend Danny told us all these names are
0: made up anyway so you can't really pronounce them wrong right Yeah until it's like pronounced in
1: the movie and then <laughs>
0: Hey, Han Han Leah, Leia Leia.
1: <laughs> so do you think that Lando is going to call Han Han or Han or both? I'm going to go with both. I hope it's both.
0: It's either going to be both or it's going to be Han. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Donald
1: and Glover. And I just like Okay, back to Kira. So <laughs> okay. that <laughs> Okay, or well, we can talk about Donald Glover. He looks amazing. <laughs> And we got a lot more of him in this trailer, which was great. And I love we'll the fact hear that, him Ki- speak. Yeah, that Kira is the connection. And it was like, I totally bought that he was Lando. It's perfect. Oh, yeah. I bought, I bought that all of these characters are who they are, honestly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Besides the fact that I think Woody Harrelson is playing Woody Harrelson, like, I, I need a little <laughs> bit more. He's like the same guy. <laughs> <laughs> there was,
0: There was one line in it from Alden that I didn't love. And now I'm trying to remember what it is. It was just one line where I was like, "This feels like he's acting."
1: I never. Let's keep felt talking. That way. Maybe it'll. Yeah.
0: Maybe it'll come to me. It was just one line, and it wasn't like a huge thing because everything else I've loved, like especially that, um, that interaction with Chewie when they're in the ship, and he's like, "How do you know how to fly?"
1: It's <laughs> it's like 90 years so old. <laughs> so perfect it was really funny it was really funny (laughs) i just like i think even alden gets the walk done right like with his two hands on his belt buckle and everything Mm -hmm. i I think that it's so interesting that we're gonna see han like start off he said he's a driver and he got kicked out of the real academy i'm like you're a (laughs) chauffeur yeah like Like, you're a chauffeur where's your chauffeur hat bro (laughs) yeah i'm wondering like is it a chauffeur is it some sort of like pod racing situation like similar to that Or what? Or is it like a getaway car? I don't know. That would be cool. Like, Baby Driver? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, Baby Driver. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Wow, that would be so cool. Anyway, I just think that the the feel and look of this movie is exactly how I wanted it to be. Where it's not over-the-top funny. It has, like, a lot of fun in it. It has this world-building aspect that, like... It feels very Western, it feels very unique, but it feels exactly the type of world that I would imagine Han grew up and lived in. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, it's yeah. like, it's it's one of those things where you see this trailer and you're like, this makes perfect sense to me. This is exactly how I would have thought that Han's upbringing was.
0: Yeah, exactly. Something you touched on was the world building, and that was something I'm so excited. We've talked about this before on the podcast about the world building and Han Solo and how we're really excited for the look of it to kind of touch more on the prequel era of things, particularly in this transition between – um, Republic and Empire depending on what the time frame, if there are any time jumps within this movie, what that looks like. And I'm glad we got to see some of that in the trailer. I was definitely getting um, like I said earlier, like a snowpiercer dystopian kind of Hunger Games vibe mm-hmm. from it. And I don't know if that's, I think that's mainly because of the train, but two to have the um, Corellia with the industrial look to it, it's very like District 12 and then you go to wherever Kira is and you're like <laughs> District 1 and 2 and <laughs> you're, you're seeing that the difference between these worlds and eventually when you get into like original trilogy time, it's really going to be just the empire that has any kind of semblance of luxury, I feel like. And everyone
1: else is kind of down and out. I wonder if we're going to see that transition like Visually throughout this, but since we know that there's going to be like some sort of like time jumpy situation Mm
0: -hmm. and it'll
1: it'll be like kind of segmented. I wonder if it'll start like almost in like screaming color and then kind of go to more black and white. Yeah. And I mean, I feel Mm -hmm. like maybe that'll be a subtle thing. But I do kind of think that that's maybe the direction that they'll go. I mean, how could they not, right? If that's how I'm they're going to. I'm excited to see that. Yeah, if that's how they're going to demonstrate, like, time changing or, like, differences in period, I think that that yeah. makes a lot of sense to me.
0: I really, that I'm really excited for the beginning to see how much, if there if there are elements from
1: Revenge of the Sith that we recognize in Solo. I mean, I really think there's going to be. I, I keep going I back so. to, like, how incredible it is like if you look back on like rogue one how insane is it that we got like saga in there we got vader's castle we got unmasked vader in his like back to chamber and it's like all these on mustafar like literally mustafar it's like it's weird because i i i sometimes forget that that exists and it was just so mm-hmm. cool that i hope that we get something super similar in terms of like saga references so that it just feels like an integral part of this overall story it's mm-hmm. uh, i just feel like i'm just like so excited about it
0: <laughs> you me go. too and that that's kind of i mean the way that rogue one transitioned into a new hope both storytelling wise and visually was just so perfect it's like i kind of want to see that on the front end of solo when we're closer to the prequel era and not obviously it's not going to be you know, like, the the Rogue One to A New Hope transition. Like, it's not going to be that. But visually, I want there to be a lot of connection there, both for, like, the perception of the prequels, because that's a thing. We know it is. And then also for the storytelling way, I think it's a really good connection. And like you were saying, too, visually, it's a good way to mark how the Empire is slowly being more and more oppressive as as the years are going on. And that was something they, I mean, that's part of why the prequels look the way they look. And that's part of, like, that was part of George's thinking process when creating the overall look of the prequels. So I think, I
1: hope it's I hope it's obvious in Solo, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, I think about, like, as you were talking, I was thinking about, like, how... Even though I said that this is exactly what I envisioned, like Han Solo's like upbringing and like life was before A New Hope, I I don't think I envisioned it like him having uh, like any sort of outrunning like Tie Fighter type vehicles or anything. And I think that it goes back to that line in A New Hope where you know um, Ben Kenobi's like we want to avoid any imperial entanglements and han's like that's the real trick right <laughs> and i just <laughs> i i look forward to revisiting like some of those lines because i know that they're going to like retroactively reference those where mm-hmm. potentially he could like have to outrun like imperial entanglements maybe they'll even say that and it'll it'll be like a little wink to like han being like that's the real trick <laughs> and it can't be done because we've done it before, you know. Foreshadowing. Well, but it's it back, backstab.
0: <laughs> Technically backshadowing, but really it's foreshadowing. <laughs> Never gets it. My up. God, Timeline's in Star Wars, guys. <laughs> <Never gets laughs> it really does not. <laughs> so what I think is the um, – talking about kind of the time jumps throughout this trailer and movie um, – Kira in the middle of it when she when they're at the the party, the district 1 party and she's like, "You look good." It kind of implies that he has she they haven't seen each other for a while. So, yeah. I mean, this this could potentially be like in the middle of the movie.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think that this is I think we see them. If I could like make some educated guesses just based off of like things that are coming out in terms of publications and everything, I would say that Kira and Han grew up together on Correlia. And they were both kind of, like, kind of kicked to the curb. And then they kind of went their separate ways. And Kira, like, worked her way up the ladder. And I assume that Han was, like, so focused on being a pilot or something, even joining the Imperial Academy, and clearly gets kicked out or something like that, um, that they, they really went on separate trajectories. And somehow he finds his way back. Because of um, Woody Harrelson's character, um, Tobias Beckett, so it, you wonder, like, I, I really do, like, I keep going back to this, like, kind of imperial, in Indiana Jones, like, reference where I feel like they're they're kind of like pulling together a little bit of a crew in a way that Indiana has to go to Marion in the beginning of um, Raiders of the Lost Ark to like, kind of find that the fact that Marion has the what is it the the the, the amulet yeah the, exactly and I, I feel like that is like they're going to put together a crew as they say in the trailer and she's the start of it or some sort of piece because somehow she is close to whatever they need and whatever they need is definitely i think going to be attached to like what are they smuggling what are they hauling i don't know mm-hmm. but i feel like it has something to do with like imperial entanglements i'm throwing that word out again one more time. Imperial entanglements. They, <laughs> you asked. I was, Wait, I was joking. It was <laughs> Okay.
0: <laughs> and suddenly from the back of the crowd, Imperial <laughs> Entanglements. <laughs> um I wonder if they're both playing each other and then like, what It okay, so what if they're Han and Kira are both playing each other? Like, so, or, okay, follow me down this rabbit hole. So, order of operations in the movie first it's Tobias, then it's Kira, then it's Lando, as far as like current timeline, obviously assuming that Han maybe knows Kira from when they were children. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, Tobias says, get the crew. This is what we need. It's like, let's pretend it's the heart of the ocean. He goes to Kira, who is close to the heart of the ocean, and is, like, pretending that that's not what he needs. Mm -hmm. And so he's playing her, but Kira knows he's playing her, and so she starts playing him, too. Wow. And so then, what if – and then she's like, oh, yeah, let's go to Lando, right? And so they, like, continue on their merry way. But what if they still have – like, basically, Han feels bad that Mm -hmm. he's playing her. And he, like, comes out and tells her that he's playing her. And she's like, it's okay. I'm playing I forgive you, forgive you. Oh. No. Okay. She doesn't tell him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she's like, it's okay. But she's still playing him, and that's the betrayal. I honestly think that is, like, a huge potential and, like, a possibility, just because I oh really God, think that, that Kira – well, your theories usually aren't wrong, so, you know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The the, the, is, the yeah. one major theory I've had has been <laughs> right, so like I'm ten for ten right now.
1: <laughs> the, the thing is, is that I really have this like vibe that Kira is going to be shady, all knowing, something else. Because I, in all the marketing, like she seems a little different. She's always side eyeing. She's side eyeing. She's staring down the camera when no one else is. It's like I I just feel like she has something up her sleeve, which is really cool. I hope that they continue down that route, and I hope that we see that, but. Um I think there's something there and cuz I I honestly hope that she's not like another Leia. I don't want that. I want her to be like do something terrible. And it kind of goes back to that line that uh uh Woody Harrelson's character Tobias Beckett says about like I, I don't have it in front of me, but it is like um assume that everyone's going to betray you so that mm-hmm. it you know and I feel like you'll never be disappointed. When it, I honestly feel like everyone's going to betray him. <laughs> like actually Except for Chewie, who has a life debt, like you mentioned, to him. So, like, I feel like that's how he gets his hard exterior. And he continues that lesson into A New Hope when he leaves with the money. And it's like, it's just, it's, I feel like he's going to be betrayed maybe first by Kira, then, like, Lando, or maybe first by Lando. There's that one scene where they're in the Falcon, um, and it's just him and Kira. And it's like... Okay, where's Lando? <laughs> I I love I love going through these trailers and trying to like piece together mm-hmm. the sequences. Well, this, Go ahead. Yeah, I
0: wonder if he'll be betrayed. I mean, it's it's interesting coming into this movie. It's like what we always talk about how the mindset of people going into the prequels for this first time, knowing how it's going to end. Mm -hmm. And so how that can kind of almost mess with you and your perception of the movie because you you know, it was like even before you saw The Phantom Menace, you knew Anakin Skywalker was going to be Darth Vader. Right. And so it's like even before we go into this movie for as fun as it looks, Han Solo still like gets this crusty exterior that has to be broken by Luke and Leia in A New Hope. Mm -hmm. And it's like, what are going to be the events that lead to that? Does this end on a happy ending? Is the happy ending just him and Chewie? Like… Get in the falcon does a situation like has he ever seen lando again i don't i wonder i don't know if i think lando will betray him i think maybe it's a like a you go your way i'll go my way kind of thing
1: i'm not sure i um i think that this like i kind of wanted to know what do you think are the top three things that this movie has to accomplish Mm. um i can give you one of mine um, I think that this movie has to prove that you know Han was like naive and wide-eyed and had all these ambitions, and what brings him down to the point where he's like in on Tatooine, sitting in a bar, like ready to you know do this. And I also think it has an objective to kind of show why he was so like okay with bringing on Ray and Finn in um, the Force Awakens, like what. He has this heart of gold, and it's like, what does he see in Ray and Finn? Did he see something in himself when he looked at them? Um, I think that that is kind of important to set up.
0: I think this film has to be the right tone throughout. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's going to be really hard considering Han. It's like you want that Han Solo vibe and we all know what that means, like that Han Solo vibe, right? Mm-hmm. But to have an entire movie of that, is that reasonable?
1: Can you do that? Should they do that? I think that's what they no. struggled with with the previous directors. And it was like yeah. even establishing what that vibe is. And it's like, mm-hmm. its I don't even know if it has to be like a full Han Solo vibe, like you say. I think it has to be a world-building vibe in terms of, like, okay, mm-hmm. what are his circumstances? Where does he come from? Where did he live? How did he get the Falcon? And that's the story that we can tell. And, like, when he sees Lando in Empire Strikes Back, what as an audience, now what will we bring to that scene? And I feel like those are the questions that they have to answer.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I agree. I think, too, when it, th- the question they have to avoid <laughs> is... Would Lorda Miller's movie have been better?
1: I don't – I mean, I don't think so. I, I honestly think this movie is going to be great. I think it's going to be super fun. I think so, too. I think so, too. But, I mean, I remember our discussion when the the news broke
0: that they switched it, and it was, like, switched – they they fired them, like, pretty much when the movie was finished filming. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, this movie better be great, or else everyone's going to be asking that question. All like, of the, like – like,
1: Snyder Cut, et cetera.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, release the Chris and Lorda Miller cut. Yeah, And it's like that is – this movie is like such a breath of fresh air for the fandom, I feel like, that I don't want to wait and I don't want to see that on Twitter. I don't want to see Lord and Miller cut Ron Ruin Howard. (laughs) Me neither. Me neither. (laughs) Ruin Howard. No. No. I don't want to see that, but I, yeah, no, I think you're right.
1: The world building of it has to be great. Um, and how could it not be? You know, like I think that with these chess pieces that they get to play with, I feel like it is only destined to be great mm-hmm. when yeah. when you have like visual effects and years and years worth of concept art and ideas that have been living in people's minds for like 40 years and the story that Lawrence Kaskin has written for years like he had this written like what like 15 years ago or something like that Mm -hmm. and like all these different minds that are involved in this it's like how can it not be amazing because it's like it's going to be great it's going to be so fun
0: yeah but the thing is too that I think we all including us need to remember is that it doesn't have to be great yeah. You know, like, not every – especially with the amount of Star Wars content we're going to be getting in the next, you know, 57 years, like, not everything has to be great, and not everything is going to be great. hmm I'm fully anticipating to love Solo. Um
1: but, but it doesn't have to like knock it out of the park in terms of box office. Yeah,
0: it doesn't have to do yeah. that. That doesn't mean Star Wars is a failure. No. It doesn't. You know, like, <laughs> everything is going to be okay if the Rotten Tomato score is not like a 94%, you know? <laughs> yeah,
1: it's, it's really going to be okay. I'd actually be totally yeah. fine. I don't, this doesn't need to be a 90%. i am going to guess, like, I, I, I guess the other day, I think I said 86, right? But I, it does, I don't even care. Like, I really just don't even care. <laughs>
0: I'll check back in with all of our listeners the, the night before our Solo comes out.
1: <laughs> Charlotte
0: always watches the Rotten Tomato score come in. <laughs> yeah, I like hate that I'm that person. I'm sorry. I'm really yeah. sorry. <laughs> and then every I, time she texts me like, do you want to know what the score is? Do you want to know what it is? Let me tell you what it is. Okay, it's 92. Okay, it went up. Wait, it went down. <laughs> like, all before we go and see the Star Wars movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh, i think that's a that's a good moment all right that's a good moment that's a good thing to remember is that not every star wars is gonna be amazing and that's okay mm-hmm. and not every star wars can be your favorite star wars either yeah you know so it's like i'm ready to love solo but i'm also ready for return of the jedi to remain my favorite star wars
1: movie <laughs> here's the thing i can imagine i mean i really can't imagine this just because we have this podcast but i can imagine like a casual star wars fan someone who's seen everything and like knows the universe walking into this movie having a great time walking out having like dinner and then talking it over but really never thinking about it again until like it's on tv in like three years Mm -hmm. and i i think that's okay and i really think that it's like it's it's almost like this movie kind of has to serve as like a reminder of how large this galaxy is and all these different stories that we can have. And they don't have to be like super life changing and super deep, but like it can remind the casual viewer that there are boundaries to be pushed and there are different stories to be told. And Hey, like Mm -hmm. here's this really cool exploration of you know han han solo chewbacca and uh lando calrissian the characters that you've known forever but like seen it in a new way and this is really cool and you can also go watch your original your precious original trilogy and have this as serve as background i don't know why i went that way but i did that was there was some whoa
0: i don't know where that came from but suddenly there was shade
1: it was funny because the conversation was really not about shade. And then all of a sudden, no shade. Suddenly <laughs> <laughs> it's like, the sky darkened and it dropped
0: about 10 degrees.
1: <laughs> oh my god.
0: You're on a roll like, positivity, positivity, and then those precious
1: original trilogy films. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 okay,
1: well... <laughs> One thing I wanted to talk about was L3 or L337, Phoebe Waller Bridges uh, droid character. I'm so excited for a female droid sidekick.
0: <laughs> she seems so human. Like, even she seems so sassy, like, even more so than K2 was when she was like, I'm so glad I took this job.
1: Like, she's just so lifelike. <laughs> and, like, she, I, my understanding is that she's Lando's like buddy. Mm hmm. And I just think it's so great. (laughs) I don't know why. I just, like, I think it's perfect that Lando has this, like, really sassy, like, really lifelike female droid companion (laughs) who's, like, Mm -hmm. willing to grab bad guys' faces. It's (laughs) awesome. That's what you need in a droid friend. Willing
0: to grab bad guys' faces. (laughs) It's exactly what you need. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder how he got her. Like, did he make her? Like, a la C-3PO? Did he buy her from somewhere else? Did he reprogram her, like, K-2?
1: Like, what's the deal? Wow, I want to know. We'll probably know because it seems like she is a big enough character to know, like, where she comes from and how she exists. And, like, what Mm -hmm. that specific, like, L-3 unit or whatever. um, Live, live, learn, and laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Do you understand, like, the L-337 situation? What do you mean? Do I understand? So the whole thing is that it's like leet speak, which is essentially when you change like a letter that it's like kind of an in-joke of the internet where you change the letter to be like, it's like if I did. um,
0: Oh, like great, make it the eight.
1: Yes. Or okay. more like great. You make the the E of the three the A of the four and the yeah D of okay seven. So that's why she will be kind of named as like you could call her Leet. I wonder if they'll do that in the movie, or she'll just be L three or something, and it's like a little yeah. in joke.
0: Oh, okay. I'm into that. Yeah, yeah. It's cute. I'm into that. Um, uh, you know who we didn't still haven't heard a lot from is Thandy Newton's character.
1: I know. I know. It's like, <laughs> I know. Well, I just like, I wonder if, like, is she the en- Enfys Nest um, character? Who knows? I don't know. Because we don't mm-hmm. see her that much. Oh, oh it I. Kinda, why? go ahead.
0: I was going to say, it kind of seems like she was with Tobias already. Yeah. Maybe she's like, like the Henmark. <laughs> The den mom, the hen mom, whatever. Den <laughs> mom. I think it's the hen mother and then the den mom.
1: <laughs> like Cub Scouts. <laughs> she's the den mother. <laughs> like maybe maybe you're right about that, though, that she's like with Tobias Beckett.
0: Yeah, already. So yeah. maybe she's the one to portray them all. Oh, shoot. Wow.
1: Maybe that's why they haven't mentioned her a lot because she come in for them. I don't know. I'm kind of like excited. She's on the new poster that they released, which I'm happy to see. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm excited to see. I'm glad that they don't give like everything away all the time in these trailers. Like, it's, we, mm-hmm. we always have to like take a step back and be like, ah, you know, we're like, oh, I wish we saw more of this, but like, I hope that we get more of it in the movie. Like, you think about, we rarely, rarely saw any of Kelly Marie Tran in any of The Last Jedi promotional material. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she was like, like integral part of The Last Jedi. So it's like, I hope that. Maybe that's something similar, but it's still kind of a bummer because I love her so much.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, it's probably better that they're saving it for the movie, you know? Yeah, there are things that, like, even those, like, fun lines that we see at the end that are kind of, like, gimme lines. And I, I realize that they want to do that because they want you to buy into Alden as Han. Um, mm-hmm. I, I I know that when we're going to be sitting in the theater, I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, that was in the trailer. <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah 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 it, or even like i did that in the last jedi we both did when um mm-hmm. kylo was gonna shoot leia and we were like oh that was in the trailer
0: <laughs> like yeah, literally like, in the theater,
1: know, the theater. <laughs> it's well it's like after we were burned so badly with the rogue
0: one trailer <laughs> true <laughs> like, you yeah who knows <laughs> who,
1: who knows if yeah, like honestly. all this footage in this trailer <laughs> yeah. is like actually in the movie like what if it's from the older cut who knows Who knows? Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) Hashtag Lord of Miller
1: cut. (laughs) No, don't even. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just very excited. Yeah, me too. I also wanted to talk about um, Paul Bettany's character with the scars all over his face. Oh, yeah. Theories? Thoughts? He looks scary. Well, clearly he's like what they call him in the trailer i don't i honestly don't remember he was like the head smuggler or like the like i, I don't want to say warlord but it kind of sound like it was like he was a top top guy and like a top guy CEO. he was like the he CEO was like lording lording over that one club you he know he was
0: lording over the club as he milled about <laughs> bye <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but go that's a lot. But, but that's the truth. Like, okay, so what's up with the scars? They look have painful. A, ha- are they fresh? They were red. Yeah, I have a thought. I have a theory. Gets your thought. Theory. Oh, I yes. think that he works for Palpatine or the Empire or the Ooh. Emperor or something, and those are like lightning scars. Ooh. I also I think I saw in the trailer uh, like a whip that was Yeah, the um, the red whip. The red whip. Like that that it could whip. also be from that. Even still, I still think that maybe he is like involved in those imperial entanglements, you feel? Ooh. And,
0: <laughs> and I feel like
1: <laughs> that is from him, like he's like a sort of like callous character. You know what I mean? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I definitely see him as a callous character.
0: I don't then, think that he's going to
1: have, like, a big, um, like, a huge relationship with our core, like, smuggler group. No, I think he's, he's he- going
0: to be, like, the, like, he's
1: going to be, like, Kallus season one, who's just kind of chasing him. The I feel problems. like he's, yeah, even that, or, like, I feel like he might be, I mean, I don't even know, like, the nature of this mission that they're going on. It could be for the Empire. I don't know. You know what I mean? for If they don't think it's for the Empire, but it turns out it actually is for the Empire. Wow, that would be, like, such an interesting parallel to happen yeah. in
0: Empire. And then Kira is, like – Han's, like, yeah, no, we can't be a part of this. And Kira's, like, no. Like,
1: this is – We got to keep going with this. And he's, like, yeah, WTF. And he's, like, I was kicked out of the Imperial Academy. Like, I hate this.
0: Yeah, well, and, you know, Han does have a heart of gold. So he knows that the Empire sucks. Wow. Fascinating. So There's, how much okay. – How much of the Empire do you think we're going to see? Like, how much
1: direct references to, like, Palpatine and Vader do you think we're going to see? Okay, I feel like they saved the, like, badass Vader scene for Rogue One, so I don't think we're going to get Vader at all in this movie. I think Mm -hmm. that that was, like, specially reserved for Rogue One because it had a tie-in to the end of Rogue One, and, like, that's the purpose. Mm -hmm. I think there's a potential to get the Emperor. Um, I think that there's a potential to get Tarkin again Mm -hmm. Um, just because like one we know that they have that likeness of Tarkin it was such a success in Rogue One maybe they'd do it again who knows Mm -hmm. and and like we know that even Tarkin is at the end of Revenge of the Sith like he's been a part of this forever and I also think that like I feel like I've just seen Ian uh, McDarmid like, around lately that I feel like <laughs> there's
0: – When you were on the solo set, he was walking around, and you're like, that's strange. Well, Why is he here? Well, no,
1: I don't mean that. I mean, like, he has been, you know, being interviewed on the Star Wars show. He has been doing, like, the con circuit. He never used to come to uh, Star Wars Celebration, and he came in April. Like, it's all these kind of things that, you know, I, I kind of feel the same way about Hayden Christensen, too. Like, I hope that he's a nine because of this, but who knows? Mm-hmm. And, like, I just – I just have this, like, feeling that maybe the Emperor is going to be in it. But yeah, I wouldn't hate that. Yeah, and maybe it's just, like, a hologram, like, Snoke-style. Like, who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or if it'll be, like, in the background of something. Like, a yeah. shot or something. I think that there's also potential that, like, it's none of that. And it's just, like, mentioning um, Vader, mentioning Tarkin, ma- mentioning um, – maybe even, like, Krennic. Like, imagine –
0: I wonder how they're going to talk about the Jedi, if they're going to talk about it. Especially if we're talking about kind of the link to Revenge of the Sith and mm-hmm. the aftermath of Order 66. I wonder if that will get brought up at all.
1: Well, it's it's super cool because I know that – I mean, we know that in, um, in Rogue One, we weren't going to have any sort of lightsabers. And, like, that was the whole big deal, right? hmm And – but then it ended up being, like, there's a lot of Jedi lore in this movie – and i don't see this movie having that same sort of connection but i do think that like maybe there's a potential in terms of like hans references to his childhood for that to be brought up because i think the original concepts of han solo and i might be completely wrong about this but i remember when he, there was a point where he was going to be um kind of in revenge of the sith or something yeah. and he was going to be young and wi- living with chewbacca Um, and his, like, world was going to be altered by Order 66 in some way on Kashyyyk or something. And I I do wonder, like, maybe they kept that concept as Lucasfilm is known to, you know, to, like, Mm -hmm. rehash old concepts and bring them to the new canon.
0: That's so interesting that you say that about not really having any kind of lore about the Jedi because I was almost thinking maybe a little bit of the opposite. I don't think it would be as prevalent as maybe I would want it to be, but there is that line from Han in A New Hope about, you know, hokey religion, yeah, no good, you know. So what makes him think that? Um, because he's living in a time where he would have had memory of the Jedi and of Order 66 and like that transition – from republic to dictatorship. Um so I I do kind of wonder if that will get brought up at all. How they'll do that. Um, like I wonder if like Han sees a Jedi get murdered <laughs> by the by the empire like that could be interesting. I don't know. Ooh, that um, would be interesting. Even if it's that's like a kid and he's just relaying the story or something. Of like the Jedi couldn't
1: beat these people. Like they're nothing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, what if there were Jedi on Corellia during Order 66 and they got killed?
1: I don't know. I mean, I, these are all good good theories and good plot points that I hope that they explore. I would I would obviously love to have more references to Jedi. I just, like, I'm not mm-hmm. banking on it as much as I would have in yeah. Rogue One.
0: Yeah, no, I agreed. I wonder if we'll get something, just because this is more of a lighthearted movie, like, I wonder how it would go over if we got something pretty cheesy- Uh, where, like, they end up on Tatooine and you, like, see, you know, it's kind of like what they did in Rebels where you see Luke, Luke in the background. It's like they just pass each other. Like, you know Luke's in the background, but you never really see him, but you know he's there. Like, you hear someone be like, hey, Wormy.
1: (laughs) Oh, oh God! (laughs) Can you imagine? (laughs) No. We'd freak out. But, you know, oh, those, so those, freaked out. those little, like, nuggets of fun for fans are definitely going to be in this movie, and I can't wait. I, I really just can't wait. Yeah, yeah. I I, um, I also, like, am so interested. I can't wait until this movie is out to, like, discover the process of, like, making this movie as well, because it's clear, like, they brought back, like, Tag and Bank, and they have... I, I think, apparently on Twitter, which I, I have no idea, guys, I'm sorry, but, like, Chewbacca's wife... Mala Mala. could be in this trailer. And I am excited to like, is that coming back into it? Who knows? That's cool. And like all these different concepts that they're pulling from, like I can't wait to see like a full list of this is where this is from. This is what, isn't this fun? Like this is cool. And even like what recycled concepts have they taken from like George Lucas's like Star Wars Underworld and like, Mm -hmm. you you know what I mean? Like those kind of things. Yeah.
0: I'm very ready for it. And uh, there are now, what is it? We just counted three Sky Talkers
1: episodes before Solo comes out. Yeah. I mean, something like that. It's insane. Something crazy. It's just so close. I mean, it's, it's, it's literally next up. up. It's just yeah. I think that's
0: also why I'm so excited that I wasn't as excited for Solo because it's made the wait
1: easier because now I'm really excited for it. Yeah. Like the hype is real and we're only going to be getting more stuff about it because I feel like mm-hmm. this marketing situation is like a grand slam and i feel like we're going to be like in the onslaught of so much marketing and we're not going to do what we know what to do with ourselves i
0: love that a grand slam they really did a home run with the marketing <laughs> basically yes okay so anything else that you want to talk about
1: before we wrap up
0: I don't think so. Uh, I will say that I hope they make a real-life version of that drink droid that Lando has in his first (laughs) scene when he's, like, waiting for his drink to be filled up, just eyeing Han Solo casually and then, you know, takes a sip. I could go for one of those. So those are my my parting shots about the Solo trailer.
1: (laughs) I loved it. I would give it an A+. I think Mm it perfectly sets the tone. I think it's better than the teaser. I think it's just yes. so, so fun. It makes me so excited. I can't wait to see it next month. And I'm ready for the score. Yeah. <laughs> Han solo theme. I'm ready for it. Oh yeah, me too. I thought you were talking about the Rotten Tomato score. I'm like, okay. Oh. <laughs> but yes, I am I'm ready for I think it's John Powell, John Powell's score with John Williams's like Han Solo theme finally. What the heck? Can't can't wait. Again, no, that just like funny. goes to how many amazing hands are in it in this movie. It's like, oh my God. It's overwhelming. Oh, my God. (laughs) All right. Well, you know we're going to give you our opinions on Solo when it comes out. So stay tuned for that. And um, with that, I just want to read our patrons. Allie, Amy, Amy, Angela, BJ, Brandon, Brian, Chuck, Brad, Connie, Courtney, Daz, Derek, Diana, Aaron, James, Jim, Joanna, Katie, Kelly, Kirsty, Kyle, Lauren, Lynn, Megan, Natalia, Neil, Rachel, Robbie, Serene, Cherie, Stuart, Susanna, Suara, and Syntax Era. Thank you guys so much for supporting us. You guys are the best.
0: Yes, thank you guys so much. And you know where to find us on Twitter if you want to connect with us at SkyTalkersPod, SkyTalkers.com, or our personal Twitter handles at Clarity and at Caitlin Plusher. And if you like what you hear and want to leave us a review, you also know where to do that too. iTunes. So thank you guys <laughs> so much for listening. Uh, and we will uh, be back on Saturday with a really exciting episode all about visions and premonitions in Star Wars. So you definitely want to check in on that episode. So thank you guys so much for listening. And until next time, may the force be with you. May the force be with you.